Hey there, and welcome back into the podcast. My name is Carrie, and I'm the co-founder and owner of A Natural Shift, along with my sister, Julie. We believe in a holistic approach to health and caring for the one body God gave us through real foods, daily movement, and natural tools like essential oils. We started this podcast because we believe it's those daily habits that lead to real progress and lasting change. Here's what you can expect from us. Each week on Wednesday, we'll bring you a topic, a concept, or an inspiring interview. Some weeks, we'll share a Monday mini-episode, all with the intention of helping you take the upgrade to become the best version of yourself. Well, today we've got a special treat because you've heard from this lady before. We have a repeat guest with us today, and her name is Carden McKinney. Her episode was actually the most downloaded episode that we've ever had. And uh, it was one of the very first ones that we ever had. So we're excited to have her back today. But before we get to my interview with Carden, I wanted to tell you about something really special that we have just released to you guys. So If you haven't heard yet, we are excited to welcome people into our new community. This is a community that is all about taking the upgrade in your health habits. It's really about preventative care. It's all about how can we join together and really take our lives to the next level in so many different ways. So... This community is for you if if you're constantly on the lookout to upgrade your health habits. If you're committed to the long game, that's really the only option for you. If you're willing to do the work, and if you're committed to living out God's purpose for your life every day. If that sounds like something that you are would be interested in, head on over to our website, naturalshift.com forward slash community, and you can check out more about this membership site and you can join from that page. We're really excited to have just a few founding spots left. Um, To be a founding member, it means you get a discounted price for the first two years of your membership. And it also means there are other perks such as discounts and early access to certain uh, things that we will be coming out with in the future. So we're really excited to open that up to just a few more people. There were only 25 to begin with, and they're almost all gone. So head on over there. um, Check out that page. If you have any questions at all, please feel free to contact us as always, you can email us info at a natural shift.com. Or if you find us on social media, please feel free to DM us or message us and we'll definitely um, answer any questions that you have. So without further ado, you guys know her, her name is Carter McKinney, and she always has some wise words for us. So let's hop into the interview. Carden, I'm so excited to have you back on the podcast. You are back by popular demand, I must say. Your episode was one of the most downloaded episodes we've had in almost a year. We launched the podcast almost a year ago in September. And so um, I wanted to have you back on because I love to have chats with you. And so I know other people are going to benefit from this as well. And I just want to jump right in. Um, I know that I asked you, you know, what, what do your people want to hear, right? I got a little bit of feedback from mine, uh, mine as well. And we, we kind of picked one question to talk around. So the question that we're going to kind of talk around and answer today is um, a, a viewer popped in and asked, what is the favorite tip for rising from ashes? And I know that, you know, this could kind of go a couple of different ways. And and really, I think we're going to talk around in general. Um, It doesn't have to be one situation necessarily. I feel that so often we find ourselves in these spots that, okay, we need to kind of pivot and, and, and really do something different. So let's talk around that. What are your thoughts um, initially on that question? 
Oh, Carrie, thanks so much for having me again. This is so fun. And I have, I've adored this, um, this particular question because it actually has like a a faith-based biblical sort of uh, foundation, which is a scripture in Isaiah talking about, he will give you beauty from ashes. Mm. And, um, and so I love when people uh, associate rising from the ashes with like you're talking this pivot point and I've thought about it a lot lately and how easy it is for, you know, my own particular story. Um, and like all of us, when we have something happen in our lives that sort of shakes our foundation, yeah. um, we do have that moment of feeling like we're crumbling and burning and <laughs> sinking. Mm-hmm. And, and it does take, you know, whether it's health wise or, um, something relational in your life. Um, it could be so many different things where you feel like you're sort of starting over again. You're, you know, you're at the bottom and you're having to rebuild. Um, and so I love this moment though, first of all, that you're speaking of the pivot because we have to make this conscious choice that we're not going to just stay in the rubble. And Tiffany Peterson, life coach always, I love the quote that she says, which Mm -hmm. is something that her mother gave her. And it says, um, you can go through hell, but you don't have to stop and build a house there. Oh, I've and seen that before. I love that? that too. Yeah. I mean, I've seen her say that before. I've seen yes. uh, a post that she made or something and I absolutely yes. love that. Yeah. And I do think we're sort of somewhat in this culture where we're talking more about trauma, but it can also become sort of like we're glorifying it or we're comparing. Yeah. And that is not what the purpose of struggle is for to compare it. It's, you know, everyone's journey and walk is so different. The mm-hmm. most important thing though, is to remember that it doesn't define us and we can't yeah. just sit in this moment of, you know, of the rubble. We do have to process it and therapize through, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's got to be the moment where we make the decision to do the pivot. So just, I love that you talked about the pivot and I wanted to talk about that first because yeah. we have to consciously choose at a certain point where we're ready to move forward from the healing. And it's something I've been talking about recently, just on my, you know, with my wellness brand is mm-hmm. the thriving, you know, healing can bring you to a place of thriving. Yeah. And that is got, that has to be the end goal where there will always be a cyclical heal space when we're like triggered, but then, you know, choosing to thrive is so very important and we can talk about how yeah. to do that, of course, but it has to first be a conscious effort, I think. Yeah, you're right. You know, and I think that if you're in that situation, what whatever it might be, you know, it we're you know, we're talking big and small things here. We can find ourselves in this situation where we're like, man, something's got to change. And I feel like, you know, when you when you just think could it really get any worse? You know, um, that I, I honestly think sometimes we feel that that's the worst place that we can be. But I want to, I want you to maybe think of it differently as that's actually a good place to be, right? God doesn't bring us anywhere that he doesn't want us to be and that he's not going to use. And sometimes we have to get to that place before we're like, wow, something's got to change, you know? Um, And it's, and it really provides such a blank canvas as well, which I find so refreshing. You know, I think if we look at that in a different way, it doesn't have to be gosh, I don't, I don't have, everything's gone around me, right? Everything's changed. Everything's different. I don't like this, but it can actually be a really good thing if you look at it differently. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there really is something beautiful about that fresh start that, that happens in the rising and, and choosing to, um, to kind of move forward and whatever the fresh start is, you know, again, if it's health wise and, we're just choosing to make this day a clean slate and we're starting over with some of our goals. 
um, or whatever it is. And for me, it's been like the starting over the rising, um, can first feel very humbling as you rise from those ashes. I mean, you've just come from ashes. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, I have, um, in my personal life, like, you know, I'm considering like making major moves across the country and all this Mm -hmm. stuff. And, and it requires this level of humility of like, okay, I'm going to just try and find where the flow is, go where the love is, go where the, you know, wherever, for instance, um, been talking a lot around the subject of just following what the heart is saying. And, you know, this internal compass always is leading us into the right places. And sometimes it's terrifying, but, but that, that newness, that new slate is, um, it's supposed to feel uncomfortable. It's supposed to feel like a stretch. And that is how we begin to rise, you know, is getting to that moment of, okay, I think I'm ready for this. And now I'm going to stretch myself a bit and, um, and choose that, you know, that forward, that forward movement, of course. Yeah. I think sometimes we really get caught up in our head as well. And I like that you said, follow your heart because, Sometimes that's not easy because it doesn't make sense, maybe on paper per se, in quotes, you know, but if you really do follow, um, follow your heart and where I feel like God is calling you, you can't ever go wrong, you know, so so often we just try to, we, we want it to make sense and we want to ask everybody else's opinion, but yet truly deep down, we probably know what the answer is. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is there's never going to be what I've really discovered lately is logic can't get you to the place of intuition Ah. and you'll never be able to like reason out, you know, the, the feeling that trust that compass that's inside it. You can't reason with it. It's not something that you pick apart logically and say, you know, cause everything that makes sense on paper about something that you're going to do in your life, um, it's not going to catapult you forward unless you're feeling the pull, you know, in your gut yeah. and in your heart. And, um, and as you know, there's always like success leaves clues. There's these moments where you're like getting those feelings, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily going to be like X, Y, Z. And this makes sense. And just like, you know, you and I starting our businesses, like we yeah. did, it, it's like, sometimes it makes sense. Sometimes it makes no sense for you. I love your story of, of starting as a pharmacist where you're like, I have a job. Like, this, I know <laughs> this is what I do, <laughs> but you know, you were led to this place. And, um, I think people could easily call that beauty from ashes because not necessarily you were in ashes, but you found so much beauty in following that gut and that heart. I think I, I, at least that's what I gather from your story. Definitely. That's so funny that you say that because, um, I actually just posted a picture that I took of from a Jesus calling book that I was reading six years ago. And that's what that one specific, um, daily scripture was what prompted me to schedule my first oil class. And I remember it being such a scary time. And like you said, I I mean, in my head, I was like, um, why am I doing this? (laughs) But in my heart, I was like, (laughs) duh, you know, I mean, it just, it was conflicting, but yet not, if that makes sense. Absolutely. It's definitely a stretch though. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think those are the only ways that we can find miracles, you know, in our lives and, and finding that beauty is trusting, you know, that things are falling into place and the miracles are happening. Um, they're just so rarely led from like just a logical studied out um, decision. And so I am finding that, you know, 
we talk about the Enneagram and I know that you love oh, yeah. the Enneagram so much and, you know, all of the different, um, you know, places of power for different numbers, you know, mm-hmm. you've got like the, the, the head center and the heart center and the gut center. And anyway, I just love that we need all three, of course. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like as a, as a gut centered person or a heart centered person, when, you know, you feel especially led in those places, you have to trust it and go with it That's and right. uh, start to rebuild. And so, yeah, so true. it's interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I want to pivot just a little bit and talk about, you know, when you're thinking about making, making that pivot, um, how do you get more so in the growth zone? You know, I know maybe if, if you're not necessarily used to being there, let's say, maybe you just are kind of like you said, almost like just surviving and you, but you really want to thrive. I think kind of thriving and growth go together a little bit when I think about it like that. Um, totally. How do you get into that zone? Oh, what a great question. I, I love this because I have just, I've been living it and you do get so used to that pattern of survival, but I do think the growth zone comes um, from, first of all, um, I have to feel very like spirit led and, and where, where it is that I'm going, mm-hmm. but then the growth zone a hundred percent comes from getting outside of the comfort zone, I think. Yeah. So, <clears throat> excuse me. There's definitely this moment where I've, I've recently been in a place of meeting lots of new people and it's not, um, I, I can be a little bit more introverted when it comes to meeting new groups of people Mm -hmm. and it has really been so beautiful to kind of get outside of my comfort zone in that way and not only meet people, but something also recently happened where I was sort of led to have this conversation that was very hard for me. Um, again, talking about Enneagram on the nine. And so, yeah, it's harder for me to bring up my feelings and have a conversation and know that they're valid and worthy and that I can trust myself in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was such a moment of growth. And I would also just like to say that vulnerability will always denote growth, like in every, yeah. every circumstance. And I was very vulnerable. I was like, you know, just experiencing like almost like the shaking voice thing of like, this is just where I am. This is how I feel but I trusted the person enough to feel like I could go there. And Mm -hmm. I would have to say like, it was actually so beautiful, not just for this relationship, um, this, you know, friendship that I was building to have like a mutual respect with any other person, but then also to have this respect for myself. And I feel like the growth was just, it was a moment of like, I have to do this. My heart feels led to it. I need to have this conversation one of these crucial conversations and opening up and being vulnerable in that moment mm-hmm. and allowing the growth to take place. And it, the conversation was just led beautifully. I felt very heard and understood. And there was this mutual level of like non-reactive kind of, you know, just, um, yeah, respect and, and conversation. Uh-huh. And it was just, it was very powerful for me. So I think for sure there's got to be a moment of getting outside the comfort zone. And then of course the moment of, um, that vulnerability and letting that flag fly for a second. And it takes you to totally new heights for sure. And allows for that beauty to show up, you know, Mm -hmm. um, growth and change, you know, you've got to do something different if you want different results. 
Oh and yeah. And if you want different results that are beautiful instead of just that survival, but that thrive, it's going to take uh, some vulnerability for sure. I think. Yeah, I agree. You know, and sometimes you think you want to get from point A to point B, just talking about rising from ashes and, and pivoting and, and, you know, moving toward that growth that you want. And yet, you know, sometimes we think it's this big decision, you know, what's the next big thing that I should do? But yet I have found that it's always in the little things and it's always Mm. in just the obedience of what is the next right thing that I could do in any situation. And sometimes those are bigger decisions, but oftentimes they're, they're, you know, at least preceded by a lot of smaller decisions and where you've allowed yourself to to be uncomfortable and to be in those vulnerable situations that we don't often like to be in. I know that I don't for sure, but yet that's exactly what does get you in that growth that you want. I love that thought, Carrie, especially the obedience part, because I think we don't talk about it a whole lot, maybe as we should, but um, there, whatever that is for you. And I know you and I are both very faith-based, but Mm -hmm. what, whatever your moral compass is, there is always the right thing. And a lot of times, and I think the self-care world, we're, we're very much doing what feels right for us, but sometimes what feels right might not always be like, in terms of um, doing what is right. And we can kind of rest on our laurels a little like, well, this, you know, this is how my internal compass is feeling. But sometimes in regards to relationships or people, um, the doing is always like such a beautiful key and progression and in like developing ourselves is maybe for me, you know, what feels right for me, self-care is like, I need to take a bath. I don't want to have a crucial conversation, but Mm -hmm. I can't live my whole life that way. I can't, you know, and so I love that you're talking about like the doing is, um, such an important I think part of, of that, like finding beauty, it's going to take some action as well. And I love the little things because it's like these very small things can produce such giant results, especially as they become habits that kind of refine our character as well. And, um, it doesn't always have to be like this explosive, like giant, um, necessarily experience. Maybe the, the journey into that beauty from ashes is all these tiny little things that we do that we know are right, that are good for others that are serving, you know, oriented. And as we do those things, we continue to find and rebuild, um, you know, this beautiful structure of what we're, what we're trying to create in our lives. Yeah. And, you know, I, I also think that when we stay in service, um, that automatically puts us, because like, honestly, when I think of, I just really need to pivot, I need to go in a different direction. Um, oftentimes I'm making it about myself. Like, um, I'm kind of feeling stuck or just feeling that blah feeling I'll, I'll call yes. it. And because I'm, I'm just concentrating myself too much. And so when we just get out of our own head, that's my issue. I'm in the head space. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Enneagram and I can just, Oh, it's like, I know that I'm getting there and I'm like, okay, I've got to snap out of this and let me go serve somebody else. It doesn't matter oh, in what capacity. That. If you just get the focus off yourself and onto somebody else, that will automatically, I feel, um, help you pivot and get you into that growth cycle, um, I'll call it, of just getting outside of yourself, just going out and serving somebody else, whether it's your kids, your husband, somebody, you know, yeah. family, friend, whoever it might be. Just look for that next right, right person to serve. 
I love it. And I love that you're calling yourself out on the headspace thing. I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm an, I'm an overthinker by nature too. It's like my oh. superpower and you're so, so right. I had a recent experience as well. Like just with, you know, in terms of holistic health and, and the oil business stuff, mm-hmm. I was just at a park and somebody asked me questions and, um, and suddenly, you know, we can take it out of this, like, Oh, you know, you can sign up and go to my class and whatever. And I suddenly just thought, I just kind of want to sit and take this person in and listen and hear what they're saying to Mm. me. And I think sometimes serving other people can be as simple as just opening our hearts to them because, you know, our culture is so surrounded by ourselves, our phones, like our own little things. We're keeping everything nice and tidy in our circle, but sometimes all it has to do is like putting a hand on a shoulder and Mm -hmm. truly being interested and empathetic to someone who is, is just wanting to talk and open up and learning about their health, um, you know, crisis and, and Mm -hmm. other issues. It was just this moment of like, wow, you can, I, I felt like just such a beautiful alignment and just a conversation. And all I had to do was listen and love yeah. and, and then have a response of like, well, I do know some things that could actually help you here. And so I think we could even, it's not always, you know, volunteering down at the homeless mm-hmm. shelter, which hopefully we are able to do as well. But sometimes it's the very simple things. And I love that you're saying that when we get out of our head and we can just kind of show up for other people, yeah. um, you're so right that the growth really starts to happen. And again, like these are just like deposits into the universe. I think anything good that we're putting in, we're going to continue to see that beauty. Um, it's just like how much time and space can you hold for offering goodness to other people? And Mm -hmm. it's going to usually require that comfort zone. Um, you know, like leaving the comfort zone, it's going to require some of those things that we're talking about and, um, how awesome to be able to see long-term that beauty that's like starting to rebuild because of those things. Yeah. So, you know, I I just think that I love this conversation and where it went because I find that it doesn't matter what your job is, what you do as a a profession, anything like that. This, this Mm -hmm. really could um, reach to anybody and speak to anybody in just getting out of your own head and going out there and, and being a good friend, listening, serving someone without wanting anything in return. I feel like that's very important and something I've had to learn. And not that I wouldn't necessarily consider myself a selfish person, but I feel like to some degree we are all selfish because we're human. <laughs> and so yeah. when we get that out of our head, like, how is this going to affect me? How is this going to you know, help or hurt me or whatever? And just listen to other people totally. and connect that, that is just will create so many different changes um, for growth and for that pivot that you might be looking for in your life. Yeah. And I think, you know, like whatever it is, trauma, somehow we learn through life that we have to protect ourselves. And that again, that's, but that's staying in the ashes. Like we're not allowing ourselves to kind of rise from that moment. Mm-hmm. And so that protective little like me me space where we do have to nurse whatever is the need, you know, when we're coming out of, especially something that's really difficult, Uh but opening up to life and opening up to possibility and opening up to others 
is I think always where the magic lies. And at that moment, you know, I've said before, but we have to move so that God can move through us. And so just get into work, get into action, get into movement in whatever way so that we can kind of make that shift. I think. That's right. And that is how you take the upgrade. <laughs> yeah, there you For go. Sure. <laughs> so I'd love to just kind of wrap this up. And I know we're both, um, we, we got connected through doTERRA. And so I would yeah. love to know, like, what oils are you loving right now? Oh, okay. So I know it kind of changes um, sometimes, it <laughs> you know, it does. You know, I always use rose um, on the back of my neck and over my heart like mm-hmm. pretty much every day, especially when I sit down to work, it's just sitting right beside my computer. So that that's a powerful oil. roll it on. Yeah. The vibration is like so high, yes. you know, and it can just raise the vibes, um, continually. So I always have rose on and, um, and then I just actually cleaned my car and I put a rise on a little wool dryer ball and tucked it into the door of my car. Oh, because yeah. I love a rise from the yoga collection. Mm-hmm. It's like, so so good. So usually that, and I do love me some Magnolia Girl because oh, I'm me an too. Alabama girl, you know. Like yes, southern. me too. It's so good. So those are kind of my go-to's right now. I love it. You're into the yeah. florals for sure, rose and magnolia. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> so true. I know. Well, you, I do, and I still, I, I will probably forever be like a vetiver person, cedarwood, oh, yeah. or also some of those more grounding oils, but I have been very floral lately. So yes. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know either. We'll have yeah. to we can look it up in the emotional book, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> For sure. Self-love, I'm sure. I'm feminine, yeah. So <laughs> that's right. Well, I want to yeah. thank you so much for taking time out. I know you're really busy. You're in Utah right now, traveling, having fun this yeah. summer. And yeah. um, I just so appreciate your wisdom and insight and you just being open and sharing. And I know this is going to help um, so many people in just whatever way it is for them, right? That's how this works. It speaks to everybody differently. So thank you so much for hopping on. Thank you. This has been awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for spending time with us today. For free resources and materials, head over to anaturalshift.com and make sure to follow us on social media. You'll find those links in the show notes. It would mean so much to us if you would leave a review and tell us what you'd like to hear more of. Share this episode with someone that you know would love it. This is how we can get our message out to more people. And until next time, don't forget to take the upgrade in some small way today.